welcome to Revealed in Ephesians, the mystery of who I am in Christ. My name is Brianna. I am your author and your Bible teacher today. Ladies, I am so excited that you have joined me today. Now, Revealed in Ephesians is a Bible study that I wrote, if you're listening to this for the first time, if you're jumping in the middle, um, this is a study. We're going through the whole entire book of Ephesians. It's a 12-week study. You can take 24 weeks to do this study. You can take a year to do this study if you want to take it really slowly, but it's a 12-week study. We're on week eight, and today's study, ladies, I'm so excited about it because this is an area of... um, where I am an overcomer, I want to say that. And that means I have fought many battles in this area. And the Lord has overcome anger in my life and in my relationships in a really dramatic way. And he has transformed me from the inside out. And I'm going to refer, um, in week seven, day two, when we learn about teachers, um, we, I reference Matthew 13, 52. And in this passage, Jesus is speaking. He said to them, Therefore, every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. So this is kind of an old treasure for me today, this dealing with anger and the devil. And I say this, you're you're coming into my home here. You're in my podcast. Welcome. Welcome. and sit down wherever you are. You may be sitting already, but just relax and let the Holy Spirit um, speak to you today because he's done such a great work in my life. And I want to share what he can do in your life um, through the power of the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to open with prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, speak to every person listening to this podcast right now by the power of your Holy Spirit. Fill them with your wisdom and your revelation so they can know you in a way that transforms their lives even down to the depths of their soul, Lord God. It says in your word that the word is a sword, that you are a double-edged sword. Your word is, and it cuts dividing soul and spirit. And Lord God, today we need you to divide our soul, our spirit. Help us to see the difference between just feelings, emotion, and things that are spiritual. God, give us spiritual revelation and transform people's eyes and hearts today um, in the way they look at themselves and others and give people victory. I pray for victory and an anointing on this podcast that anyone listening, if they struggle with anger, anger in their relationships, that they will find freedom, Lord God, in Jesus Christ, uh, beginning today and a continual walk in that. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so um, in week eight, day one, we are in Ephesians chapter four. And I'm going to say our memory verse. Now, I hope that if you're going through the book and you're doing the study, you're not just listening to the podcast, you're going to Bible study and listening to your wonderful Bible study leader, that you're actually doing the work and you're memorizing because these verses are going to change and transform you from the inside out. So this one is a fantastic verse, this memory verse. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. So let's talk about this verse, this memory verse. First of all, it does not say in the Bible that anger is a sin. It says that we are not to sin in our anger. Anger is an emotion. It is a natural reaction to things that can happen to us that may be unfair 
or, or sometimes people even will get angry if they get hurt. It'll make, you know, you might, ah, oh, that hurt. I'm mad. It made me, oh. Um, if you're afraid, it can cause a, an anger reaction because you're afraid and you feel out of control and that can make you angry. So this can be a natural reaction. But it says here, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And then it tells us why. It says, do not give the devil a foothold. So here in the simple memory verse, there is so much packed in. First of all, that it is possible to be angry without sinning, that it is a problem that many people do sin in their anger, and that we should definitely make sure that if we have a situation that is troubling or we're angry about, that it should be resolved before we go to sleep. Um, it's it's not a healthy spiritual activity to be like, oh, I'll sleep it off and I'll feel better in the morning because what happens is that anger is still there. Um, the, the reason that you got angry is still there and it's down inside of you and it's waiting to be activated in the morning and it's going to go to another level. And it says that in doing this, in not resolving our anger and not proactively seeking to um, figure out why we're angry, to pray about it, to take it to the Lord, to ask Him, Lord, show me, open the eyes of my heart, the same prayer we've been praying for revelation, Lord, open my heart to see why this makes me so angry. Not just like, I think I know why, because the Lord is going to show you things about yourself that you don't know, and He's going to open up your mind, and you're going to go like, oh, I, I never thought of it that way. I am angry because of that. Um, and if you're angry with somebody else and they can't see why you're angry or they think it doesn't make any sense or they don't even care that you're angry, prayer for that person should be paramount um, because anger does not lead to righteousness. Um, like I said, anger is natural, but it does not lead to righteousness. Um, here is a passage that is, um, it's on page 160 in the book. It's James 1, 19 to 27. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. So <laughs> this scripture really cuts cuts deep um, because anger, like I said, it's a reaction, but it is not something you want to live in. It's not something you want to be planted in and established in. In Ephesians chapter three, we learn from our prayer that we should be rooted and established in love. And we know from first Corinthians chapter 13, that love keeps no record of wrongs. And so when we live in anger, we live in unforgiveness, we live in bitterness, we are being rooted and established in everything that is the opposite of what God has towards us. Because God has, first of all, every right to be angry with us when we rebel against him, when we turn our back against him, when we sin. But his heart towards us is a heart of grace. His heart towards us is a heart of mercy, forgiveness, sacrifice, meeting, not just in the middle. Meeting in the middle means we can come part way. We can't even come part way to God because we are dead in our sin and our trespasses and our rebellion against God. But God came the whole way and gave up his glory. Jesus gave up his glory and everything that he had in heaven 
to become, to be born of Mary and to die on the cross for our sins and to take our punishment. So he is the ultimate example for us. And not only is he an example, but he lives inside of us through the Holy Spirit. So if we want Holy Spirit living, ladies, it begins with dealing with these deeply rooted heart issues. Now, as I was studying this, I did the handy dandy word study and I used my Bible Hub app and I looked up this verse because I was very curious about this verse, Ephesians 4, 26, well, it's two verses to 27, when it says, in your anger, I, you know, we always like to justify ourselves, right? We want to say, well, what is exactly anger? You know, like, I'm not a rage monster. I'm not the Incredible Hulk. Um, I'm justified. Um, you know, my spouse, some people will say, like, my spouse has wronged me, and he has wronged me over and over and over and over, or she has wronged me over and over and over and over, or my child just cannot get it together, my teenager cannot get it together, or my boss, or my neighbor, or my mother-in-law, or father-in-law, or my father, whatever, fill in the blank with the person that irritates you the most. And it's easy to try to justify ourselves in those feelings of anger. So that's what I wanted to do, honestly. So I looked it up. I looked up on the Bible Hub app, you, if you don't have that app, you can actually just go online, biblehub.com, just go to the search bar. You can type in the passage, the exact passage you want. And then when it comes up, click on the little verse number. It's hyperlinked um, and you can, it'll expand. And then you can click on Greek. It'll say uh, GRK if you're looking at your, your app. And that'll expand that whole verse into, <laughs> into a chart of the Greek and the English. And there's a number for each word. And that's like a Greek catalog number, Strong's Concordance number. Click on the number and it opens up. And this, and I did the work for you. So if you have the book, it's um, right there in week eight, day one. I was shocked to find that um, it says here that the word, the word anger means irritation. So where I'm looking that it means wrath, you know, like I have foam coming out of my mouth, my eyes are bloodshot, I'm getting ready to break something. That's what I think of when I hear like, don't go to bed angry. That's what I think of. But in the Greek, it's not just anger, it's irritation, exasperation, and bitterness, which is provoked by someone causing a personal up close sense of anger. Now in the in the Greek, the first part of that word is para and that means like with. And that's like up close. So it's a slowly built up provocation. And so have you gone through the day and you just are in a bad mood all day long because of what somebody did to you? Um you don't even you don't even know why, maybe. You don't know why you're just feeling irritable and everything everybody says to you is irritating. Well, as human beings, we can be like, I'm just having a bad day. But as a believer in Jesus Christ, he wants to give us victory over our emotions at that kind of a personal deep level. We don't want to wait till we go nuclear in a huge argument and be like, God, why, why? I can't, like, I can't control my anger. You have to back it up to what your anger is rooted in. 
And when you start feeling that irritation, um, and some people, I think that irritation, it can feel like low-lying anxiety even. And you need to go to the Lord and start to say, Lord, and, and you might not have time. It might not be like during your quiet time. You may not have like a lot of quiet time that day, but just while you're driving, while you're folding laundry, or while you're sitting at your desk at work, or while you're shopping and pushing a shopping cart, or you're driving, well, I already said driving, down the road, wherever you are, you can be in communion with the Holy Spirit and saying, Lord, why am I irritated? What is going on? What is causing this? What is provoking me? Jesus, show me what is provoking me. You need to nip it in the bud. And so when you do that and you have that proactive prayer life with the Lord, we're talking about not behavior modification, like how do I manage my anger? I need manage anger management tools, like a, sque- a squishy ball to squeeze or punching my pillow, um, which there, there needs to be a healthy way to get your anger out. But what the Lord wants to do is uproot your anger from the inside out. So, And before it even gets started, while it's still that seed of irritation. So we need to be proactively throughout the day as we're feeling that anger um, and it's uncomfortable and, and, and it feels like a bit like anxiety or disgust. Um, that's where we have to say, whoa, baby, I'm going to get this to the Lord right now. Um, it really is a caution to me. I, I feel that cautionary ding, ding, ding. Brianna, what's going on? Seek the Lord. Ask Him. And that's what I want to leave you with today is getting back to the, not like to like the rage monster, not to the like, I'm out of control, I'm screaming and yelling, but how do we deal with those everyday irritations? Do we take them to the Lord? And then what do we do with them? Well, we're going to come back tomorrow on week eight, day two. Now, I know in your study in day two, we're not talking about anger, but this is something we really need to flesh out in the podcast even more and talk about how to deal with that irritation and that anger. So come back tomorrow and listen to week eight, day two, and we talk about dealing with the anger. <music> 